Hey, everybody. Absolutely fantastic episode of The Morning Show. We've kicked things off by talking about Blend and the results on the few collections that have been listed and speculation around what the fourth collection will be that ends up getting listed. Beyond that, we talk about meme coin season, whether at this point it's effectively over. Pepe, Turbo, Wojak, all down significant percentages in the past 24 hours. Will meme coin season continue or is it done? Last but not least, we talk about the dip key keeps dipping, a little new segment here where we discuss various collections like Killer Bears, Heavy Metal, Captains, and others, and whether it's a buy-the-dip opportunity or whether the dip is going to keep on dipping. The show is sponsored by Phantom Wallet, the superior wallet for NFTs and crypto. Make sure you sign up at phantom.app and the free NFT claim today at the nifty.com slash claim. Password is Tundra21. That's T-U-N-D-R-A-21. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You have tuned into the NFT Morning Show. We run this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern Time, each and every week, where we discuss all things NFTs, crypto, technology, entertainment, gaming, finance, and just about everything in between. I'm your host, Clemente, here to take you through this. Now, I'm just playing with you, man. Killer P's back behind the wheel. Of this car, Killer P here, and in the crowd, yo, I see some some absolute badasses: Terry Cherry, Luna, Got Bounce, Antoine Algin, Camila Noguera, just to name a few. Shout out to Nate Dog out in the crowd too. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we got an all-star squad up on stage. Nifty Nick, the man to my right, both on the Twitter stage and the video feed. Funniest man in the business, free NFT platform developer extraordinaire, Signal. Coder turned content creator, a host of artist spotlight, quickly becoming extremely well connected in the artist community on the NFT side. Abs- oh, didn't mean to bring the music back. Absolutely love having Signal give her very sophisticated market takes and more on this show. Easy Eats Bodega, the dog behind Bodago's NFT, the host of GM GM Market Talk, day trader extraordinaire, always paying attention to the ins and outs of what's going on in the market. King kicks. Yeah. Could we try this sophisticated shitcoin speculator for my intro? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it has the best ring to it, buddy. But uh, did you clear, you know, did you cash on some shitcoins? Only two. I only traded two. I don't, I don't really get into that. You know, you can get real weird into it. You know, it's like kind of like smoking a joint versus like, you know, doing heroin at a party. You yeah. know, like I'll, I'll smoke a joint, but like I'm not going like that far into that weird room. Oh. You only do heroin for at home. I know about that, dude. Totally understand. <laughs> yeah, right between the toenails. <laughs> did, did you cash on Turbo? I know you cashed on Pepe. Yeah, dude. 3.2 ETH. Wow. wow. Very yeah. well done, buddy. Very nice. Yeah. And I, I haven't lost it trading a bunch of other shit and losing money. That's the thing is, you know, my 2023 mentality has been just, you know. Keep it. Your yeah, keep it. Don't give it to Kevin Rose for Moonbirds. Maybe get a small patio in the backyard, you know? Oh, I, well, you need to get a sauna. 100%. That's that's like a good sauna right there, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, six grand? Yeah, I could probably get you a sauna. I'm just saying. After taxes, Pump those like numbers up to like 12, and you can just build your own. Was that just a 2X, basically, was what you did? Because I, I did that Friday to, into Saturday. I bet two made 3.2. Ah, nice. So you went in a little earlier, I think. That's impressive as hell. Uh, I almost aped in as soon as I saw Kick's uh, tweet that he got into Turbo, but I was worried he was going to be giving it back because he just made it from Pepe. But that was uh, silly of me. I should have known not to fade. Uh, also got to introduce the head of growth at the Nifty, Clemente, the producer extraordinaire of this show, the man behind the scenes, wouldn't be able to do the show without him. He hosted the show on Friday. The beginning of that episode was really funny, but he definitely got it together throughout the show. Saw him settle in. The game started to slow down for him absolutely love seeing that love seeing the young grasshopper emerge and you know drop the crane on him like in the karate kid or whatever last but not least we got bunny bunny your bio just says remember nfts i miss them man (laughs) what do you mean i was like they're not there anymore (laughs) i mean they're kind of there Bunny yeah, but nobody cares about it now. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
Bunny, I don't know if everybody's aware that your show's really taken off your evening show. Does the oh, dude, we're cooking, PM. Does the show have a name? Nope. <laughs> Nick, how do you feel about that? Like a no-name show, just like growing that fast. This is called this show's dumb. <laughs> That's one of the okay, well I'll keep that in mind. I'll throw that in the idea box. Yeah, you put it on the whiteboard, Bunny. <laughs> Just, I just wrote it down on my phone. <laughs> this show's dumb. That's, that's a hard one to remember right now. <laughs> Nick, Why does that feels so fitting too. Like, <laughs> if he starts out, welcome back. This show's dumb. Uh, and today we're talking no, about no, no. Stuff. There's a lot of alpha, dude. <laughs> Nick, uh, they post, they put up like two thousand plus listeners three, four days in a row last week. Take bro. <laughs> yeah, take that, Nick. Hey. Good luck with the rest of your show, and uh, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> when, are you when are you stopping by, man? I mean, we've been waiting. Uh, what time is it? 9.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Nick, the people have been asking. Like, the few times I've tuned in, like, each time they've said, where's Nick? It, like, specifically by name. questions about it, yeah. Interesting. My DMs are filled. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep this show going, but make sure you tune into This Show's Dumb, the hot show at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Bunny. I'm not even kidding. It's putting up some serious numbers. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Bunny, This Show's Dumb. So make sure you check it out. Look, on this show this morning, the NFT Morning Show, we are going to discuss Blend, adding a fourth collection to its platform. Damn. Uh, the big meme coin pullback, who could have seen that coming and where things will go in that uh, that trend from here. And the surge in fees on Bitcoin following its BRC20 usage. I feel like uh, Clemente being the producer of the Bitcoin show has now bled into this show. I'm down to talk about that, but I wouldn't be surprised if literally I, re I receive a like a boycott from my co-hosts and panelists on this show on whether they want to talk about that. Anyway, diving in, before we get to the weather report, this show today is brought to you by Phantom Wallet. You've probably seen Phantom Wallet. You probably have Phantom Wallet. If you don't, what are you doing? Phantom is the leading wallet on Solana, bringing millions of users and a superior user experience for NFTs and more to both Ethereum and Polygon. So you probably are an Ethereum person if you're listening to this show. Phantom is about to flip the Ethereum world upside down. You can actually showcase your NFTs across all three networks and manage them in one location. You don't have to switch wallets a million times. You can even list directly from Phantom Wallet. So even if a marketplace is down, let's say OpenSea is down, which we know happens sometimes, you can actually direct list through Phantom. And so Phantom offers a browser extension for both iOS and Android, and you can pin your NFTs and search through them to keep spam out of your wallet. Well, oh, I thought kicks. Kick, you're making all sorts of bodily sounds. Yeah, at the, mute your mic, yeah. dude. Um, last, but, <laughs> it's all good. Last but not least, uh, you can actually just import your wallet directly to Phantom. You don't have to send your NFTs. You don't have to pay a bunch of fees to send them back and forth. So Phantom really is it. The user experience is awesome. They're making this wallet for users. And if you see uh, some of these other wallets, you listen to the people that are making these wallets and their mentality, it doesn't always sound like they're making it for a user experience. So check out Phantom.app. That's Phantom.app and import your ETH wallet to get started. Kicks, you've been making bodily sounds. Are you ready to talk about the weather report instead? Dude, I mean, that's why I was coughing because, you know, I'm trying to break it up a little bit down there so I can really hit that baritone, you know, style voice that you've come to expect out of me these days. Uh, just bringing you that straight fire. Uh, I was ready to go, I swear to God, and then uh, Google logged me out, which is, uh, I'll be suing them, don't worry. Uh, but we're going to hop right into it. Today is Monday, the 8th of May, 2023. Total market volume coming in 19.6 million. Blur 12.7. Open seat below six at 5.9. We don't like to see that. Looking over at the leaders, apes down to 47.6. Mutants 10.5. We've been seeing a lot of volatility around that range, though. Punks 53.9. Azuki a little bit back down to that 15 range. D God's looking great, 8.7. Captain slight pullback as well, 7.4. Pudgy's just stuck to that 4, 4.3 ETH range. Moonbirds at mint price, 2.4 ETH. 
Over the weekend, NFT markets were quiet this weekend with OpenSea trading at 2,200 ETH in volume and Blur had less than 1,000 unique buyers on Saturday. Holy camoly. Gas has come down after hitting an average of 0.06 ETH per trade in the weekend. That's absolutely ridiculous. Um, meme coin action, Pepe hit a market cap of $1.7 billion before pulling back to $977 million this morning. Turbo hit an all-time high of $200 million before losing almost half of its value down to 77 Gas fees weren't just high in Ethereum. Ordinal action plus BRC20 tokens contributed to fees surging on the Bitcoin network, forcing Binance to halt transactions over the weekend. Blur announced there is a new collection coming to Blend today. Speculation is rife that the collection will either be Meme Land or The Gods. Lastly, Frank updated Ute holders with the future of the collection. U points will be converted to dope shit that nobody expects. We're not boomers. <laughs> holders will get access to top-tier tools and individuals, and soon you'll be able to buy Utes with mainnet E, which will help trading volume. Utes 1.58. Looking quickly over at crypto, we're all over the place. Bitcoin trying to hold above 28. ETH trying to hold above 1,800. Solana 21.28. Down to 3.4. Ouch. Back to you in the studio. Fantastic weather report as usual, Kicks. I like that little touch of the Frank accent and intonation. That was pretty funny. Anyway, some other updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the daily newsletter published at thenifty.com. You have to have an account there to claim today's free NFT, so get on it. I don't want to hear that you weren't ready, ready later in the show when we give the password. Anyway, Pudgy Penguins announced a partnership with WME, William Morris Endeavor, as their official talent agency to expand reach in film, TV, and gaming industries. I'm old enough to remember when an announcement like this would actually pump the floor price of an NFT collection, but it actually hasn't been that way for basically like two full years. However, obviously very strong move by Pudgy Penguins to continue to expand in the business world, specifically the talent and entertainment industry with this one. Binance temporarily suspended Bitcoin withdrawals amid high volume and an unanticipated surge in network gas fees. The team is working to accelerate uh, confirmation of pending transactions. This is the big story in the Bitcoin world, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people are pretty grumpy about how high Bitcoin's fees are because of Bitcoin ordinals and the large, large volume of transcriptions on Bitcoin. I guess we're going to talk about that today. I never thought I'd see the day, but we're going to talk about it on the show, I suppose. Uh, last but not least, 14 Bored Apes were sold below floor in a 48-hour span with sellers investing. Wait, is, Clemente, is there a direct $1.27 million worth of Bored Apes? They were directly dumped into Pepe? Wow. That's pretty crazy. It looks like Cyrus or, or Cyrus, he, he reported on that. That's pretty crazy. I, they should have done that, you know, a week and a half ago, and that would have been like a bajillion dollars, but very interesting stuff. Those are your updates uh, from the Nifty Daily Digest. Again, uh, subscribe at thenifty.com. You also need to have that account ready to claim the free NFT. Uh, first story we're going to talk about is an updated look at Blend by the numbers. Blend, of course, blurs uh, efforts to, um, you know, implement a lending protocol into their platform seamlessly. A lot of people are very excited about it. A lot of people are skeptical on it. Uh, but there's going to be a fourth collection being added to Blend today. Uh, easy. What do you think that collection is going to be? D-Gods. 100%? Uh, that's where my, if I'm a betting man, my money's on D-Gods. Yeah, I think that that makes the most sense. They had that partnership. 0.3% royalties got on almost immediately after bridging over to ETH. It would not be surprising at all. I know it's largely based on volume, but I think that that's where that it's. I like the either captains or D gods move, but my money's on D gods. And why? Sorry, I was going to say there is a case though for captains. I'm just going to do yeah. the captains case. Sure. So interestingly enough, um, before Blend came out, lots of people in Spirit Dow were selling Grails and, and buying Floor Azukis, which is obviously a bit of a weird move. But if you knew what was coming, that move totally made sense because those were the. Uh, like those were the NFTs that ended up being uh, loaned out. So uh, there is a move that apparently Spirit Dow people have also now been buying up captains and potatoes, and that's why potentially it could be meme land. Who so did they get the their album from? Uh, Nate Chastain. <laughs> nice. Um, so wait, but why didn't D Gods? Why were D Gods not one of the first collections since they already had that partnership? Clearly, like why? 
I think it was just based on total volume. Like it was the uh, over X amount of time, total amount of volume traded. But it was also like I think the projects had to be open to it as well, like enable it because you saw like bored apes are not able to be loaned out on, um, which is really interesting. And I think because CryptoPunks are more open per se, that those were just included just because of like the high liquidity and the ability to actually let people leverage that. But then like Miladies being on there was a surprise to many. But those things have just done insane amounts of volume recently. And then Azuki just being Azuki with a lot of the speculation on consistent sales, et cetera, 2x the floor of D-Gods. I think that that's kind of what led to a few of those picks. Um, and I think it was also just partly conversation, I'm sure, behind the scenes with Blur and Blend in this case and the projects. So that's kind of why I'm leaning more towards the D-Gods move with what I would assume captains just continuing to do a few things of their own. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but my money's on D-Gods. Clemente? Quick thing on on captains, they're actually uh, uh, not included in the 2x listing and bid points. They were taking off of it. I don't know if it was Ray specifically asked for it, but it's pretty surprising to see them not included in it at all um, since the the change and and add a blend to the platform. Yeah, I mean it's it's fa- so basically just so I understand the the collection has the call, right? They, they basically can let Blur know whether or not they're down to be included. Is that right? Yeah? It's yeah a- they have complete say over it. So that's the thing is they can decide. And on top of it, even be deciding on like the 2x points, etc. So they they have control. It's much like we're also starting to see it here too. The, I believe it's actually break limit break is rolling out that contract royalty, which actually can allow founders to blacklist different marketplaces, uh, protocols, et cetera. So I think we will actually start to see more of this. And you even see it now with certain collections that have enforced royalties can still be enforced on Blur, but they can also decide like, yeah, we, we don't want to be a part of this. Like we don't want to be included in the 2X bid points. We don't take us off or you can just basically block the listings from Blur. So I think Blur is more conscious of like, we just want the volume. So we may well, as well why, would, why wouldn't you want uh, people that are trading your stuff to get free Blur points? Because I think some projects and people see that it as like a negative price action because they're not actually trying to be holders or part of the ecosystem. They're just trading it for purely their own speculative gain. So like you do have some founders who are like, I don't care if it's going to potentially hurt the short-term flippers because our focus is on the people who actually want to just long-term holders. Love it. So uh, Clemente has a tweet pulled up that's by the official Memeland account, and it's uh, the first line in it is, the topic of the day is NFT finance, also known as NFTFi. So is this tweet basically directed at Blur, more or less? Yes, this was essentially when uh, Blur or Blend came out, and uh, they were kind of tweeting. Ray tweeted out about... Um, kind of warning people to not not leverage themselves, not over leverage themselves with meme land um, and just to just be careful. And then they followed up with their own little paragraph. And, and the big takeaway was like, meme land has no plans to work with any NFT Fi services. And that essentially means that they're going to block. I mean, you're, you're ba- that's basically saying like you're blocking them, right? Yeah, or just not letting it be part of that narrative. So, Sig, you still want to take the bet that it's... Uh, <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, it's a horrible tweet to, to read after that. But it's just like... Uh, so it, I, 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 like, I agree. It's either D-Gods or me, man. But actually, after reading... I, I, I saw that tweet. Oh, no, no. no, no I'm just like, ah. Oh. Uh, because it, it, it would be such a perfect collection for them to do it. But Ray seems to be... He, that there's a tweet below that where you you can just tell that from what he's saying he looks at this he looks at this as an ethical choice in terms of how a company makes its money and he does refer to how he wants to sleep at night that he wants to sleep at night peacefully knowing that he's not in this kind of like business um so uh, i'll give it to easy it's the god <laughs> and <laughs> so is this ultimately bad for for captains like i mean uh, no i don't think so at all I think if you look at like the actual captain's price action, like the project, they're very conscious of like their holders. Like right now, everything's incentivized to make you want to be a part of the ecosystem and like play the game that they're doing. And to me, like that's honestly, this is just showing like we don't care about short-term flippers. If you continue to rock with like what we're doing, we want to reward the actual community participants who are diving into the ecosystem and learning it instead of the people who are just putting high bid walls to try to then dump and ultimately negatively affect that price action. Like yeah, and I also made. think they can okay. sit there easy and just like wait to see how the blend plays out, right? Like it's yeah. not like they can't like open it up to blending if it turns out to be like healthy and not like causing a bunch of liquidations, etc. Yeah, we'll have yeah, to. S- 
we'll have to see what the next collection after uh, we're assuming is D gods, uh, you know, is added to blend and what exactly the result will be of that. Uh, it seems that the blur token is down 28% to 49 cents. Trading like a token like that, that has these unlocks, you really have to be careful, right? Because it's like my instinct is that I want to buy it because I believe in the platform and I, I view Pac-Man as like almost a, a Mark Zuckerberg-esque entity in the space. I think I went on record saying that last week, but it's like yeah. these tokens, it, it's just tough. Yeah. I mean, basically, like if you're, if you're looking at the tokenomics and the thing is, is like you as a current holder, there's no way for you to like accumulate more tokens through like staking or a yield or something like that to like offset the unlocks. So yeah, basically like when the next unlock happens, assuming all things are equal, right? If they let out another X percent of supply, then you would assume price would go down a hundred percent correlated to that with the market cap staying the same, but the tokens themselves like do get, do get diluted. Now over time, basically what happens is, is the percentage of tokens coming out, for blur, blur rewards will be a lower percentage of the circulating supply. So like the impact will be will be like less and less. So maybe like after season three, right? It the the drops only like increasing circulating supply by like five percent. Then you're not really worried, like, oh, is this gonna half, you know, the token price or something like that. But I'm on the same page as UPO. I think it's a great long term uh potential, you know, bet to make, but the timing is hard, right? It's just like do I buy now and then it's 25 cents right after the next token comes out? I could have bought then. It's tough. It's really tough. Uh, and just to take a look at the collections, Milady Makers up 24% to 3.58. I don't think that that's actually, though, because of blend. I think that's more so, you know, the Me fact coins. that Me yeah. coins. they've launched 90% of them. So being in there, it's like insider alpha for when a new hot one's going to kick off with a high TV, uh, TVL. And I think that's really what's actually causing the price action was they were all super early on Pepe. And I think that inherently just drove the price action up because they created it. So they basically, <laughs> so it, it, it Miladies at this point kind of represents like an alpha group for shit coins. Yes. And early market participants in like trends, I guess you could say, cause like they have been early on a lot of stuff. Like that's one, like they are very much so in the trenches of the NFT and crypto space and have been for a very long time. So whether it is the Remilios, which is like their secondary collection, or whether it is the Miladies, the primary collection, both have just absolutely surged. Like you watch Remilios go from 0.3 to 1.3 over the last two weeks. Miladies up from 1.8 to 4 at one point over the last month. Like there's certainly people in there that are just like, and you see a lot of the gains when people exit Pepe have actually gone back and bought more Miladies. Uh, does the, do the Remilios have the same access that the Miladies do in the Discord? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to look into it. That's kind of my thing is like, I haven't done a ton of the due diligence on what access it gets you, but just seeing people like Franelations buying a lot of the Remilios and emphasizing that like he likes them better. It makes me think that just like from a viewer standpoint, there's also like this separation of like the Remilios were a branch off of Miladies that had far less of like the negative connotation and rumors circulating about that project being kind of less quote 4chan than the, the Miladies. Interesting. I mean, okay, fair enough. It sounds like everybody in the Miladies community is a full-time crypto person, and that's why yeah, they're able to most of them, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you want if you're trying to like operate like a full-time crypto person and basically take bets really really early on stuff, it sounds like that's probably a good way to do it. But now, you know, how long is this season going to last? I mean, the next thing that we're going to cover here is basically that meme coins are bleeding. And have been over the weekend, you know, so is the, the question is like, is that magic over? Uh, just to run through some numbers, Pepe is now at a at a measly $940 million market cap, really down bad here. Uh, no, down 19% in 24 hours. Uh, Nick, have you been paying attention to the price action on these meme coins? Yes, I've traded them. I made money on Pepe. I made money on uh, Turbo. I went to sleep thinking this weekend... This was going to be it. We were we were going to take turbo to Pepe levels, which was completely irrational. And uh, I I went to bed having doubled my money on turbo, and then woke up being being up twenty five percent, and then was like, "Damn it! All right, well, I'm gonna get out." Unfortunately, I did get out because it went down even further. And I think um, 
it, it, it's it's hard. You know what? For me, I wonder about like you know what was the transition of Doge into like this larger market cap? And frankly, it was Elon Musk. I mean, that was like the the main thing uh, where there were suddenly a lot of people thinking that Doge had the potential to be more than it is. And I still think it kind of like part of us, a little piece of you has to feel that that's the case with Doge. Like Elon had made Twitter's icon, you know, the the Doge guy for, for a moment. I don't, I don't believe we're still there. I don't no, think we are, uh, no. No, we're not. Uh, but I think that like the real question is like, how do you get to that next level? 1.2 billion was the approximate, like my sort of target essentially with uh, Pepe and we hit it. Um, and I think it went over a, a little more actually. At 1.7. Wow, that's crazy. It's it's really difficult for me to see what the, um, like what's the path to that next level and what people buy and then sell it. No, I understand. Okay. <laughs> You used that joke on uh, last week, so oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, come on, we need, new, we need some new content here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what? But like, you know, but Nick brings up a very good point about what is this path to like the next level? And on Friday, um, was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. I wanted to exit my position, and like gas to do the transaction was like 0.07. And it's you know these meme coins. Well, if you're obviously uh, not buying them on an exchange and you're having to pay that amount of gas. Like you're saying that the great thing about these coins is that you can obviously do tiny amounts, but when gas just keeps spiking, those tiny amounts are massively eating yeah. into your profits. So um, I'm not surprised there's been a bit of a pullback here, like as things cool off and, be, and people don't want to be paying uh, that amount. But I don't think that, you know, just because it's Monday, somehow this meta has just completely shifted. NFT floors are still decimated. Um, so I see this going on for longer. Um, and it might not be Pepe that comes back or Turbo that comes back. Could be another one. Uh, we're seeing the effects of high transactions fees on the BRC20 tokens. They're also having that. So it's just like, does this move to Solana and their shit coins? That's where the uh, attention goes because then it makes a lot more sense to be buying these when when you're paying basically virtually zero on gas. Uh, will we see shit coins on Polygon? Just other networks that eventually people will be forced to go to because it just doesn't make sense to be making... Um, like to be getting two, three X's, but then all your um, returns get eat, like eaten away by gas. So I think that's something to look um, out for. And we saw this happen in 2021. We saw NFTs uh, surge in like uh, in summer, gas became too high. And then that's why so many people moved to Solana. So that, so that could happen as well. I think, yeah. I mean, fundamentally you needed to be trading bigger bags to participate and or get really early in on, uh, on Pepe it, it's just like I've seen, I see tweets about like trying to develop community around it and all these other sort of things. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like it, it look like th there is, I think there was a greed token and that one to me feels the most uh, on the nose uh, as it applies to meme coins. Like everyone, every single time has gotten wrecked by meme coins, like meme stocks were really successful and, and there's messages where it's like look at all these millionaires that have been created by fighting against the man but at the end of the day they're, like, they're fighting against each other dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got wrecked someone's gonna sell and uh when you when like there's what is going on uh, alexa stop <laughs> <laughs> the robots are getting nicked uh but i i i think that we have a, a similar situation here and the reality is, is like how, you know, I remember kicks laughing at the $1 billion level. He's like, oh yeah, like laughing at the, at the 1 billion thing where that comes for me, those numbers come off of like truly vibes and energy and momentum out of something. And I'm good at seeing momentum with stuff, but the reality is, is like those sort of opportunities don't really come along all that often. Like, and, and you need to be patient and wait for those different things. Because now what we're in is we've moved to a full degen system uh, 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 season. Because if you're trading those other shit coins, like that's that's as hot potato as it gets. That's easy level hot potato where you're trading uh, the one minute candles essentially, and that's just not a place where uh, th that's you stayed in the casino. 
you did some drugs. You stayed up all night and you kept gambling. Basically, is what is what no happened. in there. You don't know what time it is. <laughs> like it's not going to end well. Yeah, I mean, well, so I was thinking about it. Pepe is technically as big of a win as Board Ape Yacht Club. Am I am I right about that? Like, if you if not more and in on a way accelerated timeline. Yeah, like on in a two week timeline versus like the better part or like a calendar year. The actual data right now. It's like three weeks, twenty one days. You had well over a thousand X on basically anything you put in, even with gas when you purchased it on April eighteenth was the biggest volume candle aside from this past Friday. This past it, Friday it did over a billion US dollars in meme coin volume just across the board, which was also the exchange listing, which a lot of people kind of speculated on. But if you got in on the eighteenth of April, you were able to get in sub twenty dollar gas, which basically made any value worth it. And that alone would have sent you well over a thousand X holding even to today. So, I mean, the reality is, is if you bought in and I think there were a lot of people that bought a few hundred dollars basically at that level and they made a ton. Like a hundred grand? No, a hundred X on $400 would be 400 or sorry, would be a 400,000, a thousand X. A thousand X. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the math. Um, so in terms of $400,000, if you're not selling any of your your stuff, watching that go down, like that was the guy, the the Doge millionaire guy on YouTube uh, and and CNBC and everywhere else that was circulating, and they like went in and I, I think Graham Stephan like sat down with this guy and was like, so uh, oh we got double easies in here on the screen. It's funny he's in the waiting room and on the screen right now. I don't know how the hell <laughs> this is double easy. Happens. We got two. But um, that is creepy, dude. I like you, it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you look good, dude. Um, like you can't even get rid of it. That's like a oh yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, uh, so in ter- in terms of um, I remember watching that guy get interviewed, and like he was basically you know sitting on like a bed on the floor, like didn't have anything, and suddenly has all of this money. And they're like, why aren't you selling? Like, essentially, because any reasonable person would be like, you've made millions of dollars. And he was like, dude, I just, you know, I just like listening to his conviction in the coin at that point in time and that, you know, maybe Elon was going to bring this to the to, to the next level. It, it was so it, it wasn't irrational. It was yeah. just like it was emotional. And I think that that's like when you're at that level and you're trading emotionally and you're feeling the fervor and the. And the excitement and stuff, that is the number one warning flag that you got to take money off the table. And well, yeah, uh, those those types of people, though, in en masse is necessary for things to get to those prices because that if is you, have, you need that cult like following of people that are like, I'm never going to sell because that's what makes the price go to ridiculous levels. I don't, I don't, I've never really gotten into the depth of shit coins. It's just not my style. It's like way too, like, you got to be on, like, you know, not even time release at all. You need to be on like straight, like it hits your gut and you're peaking in 45 minutes kind of at all trade this stuff. So I just trade like a couple of tokens. I did turbo. I did Pepe. That's good enough for me. I made, I made some ETH. I'm good. I'm just going to chill. If there's another interesting coin, I saw sponge yesterday, SpongeBob, that thing went on a, a on a turbo run. But in these times, I always just remind myself of the wise words of Marshawn Lynch, which is, I know I'm going to get got, but I'm going to get mine more than I get got though. And that is what I apply to these kind of things. You know, if you're, if you keep playing the game, you're going to get got, you just got to make sure you get yours more than you're going to get got and then get out. And that's what Marshawn Lynch did. And that's why he's a legend. This comment from Michael Panagos says mainstream media is two to three weeks behind crypto content. Exchanges are just getting Pepe online for mainstream to buy. This is peak. This is like a uh, inverse cope. <laughs> this is basically this is cope for someone that's like watched their bag go down like thirty. Yeah, it's hopium. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's the correct term. Sorry, I forgot about that. Well, um, what a failure on my part. But the uh, yeah, it, it truly is hopium. And I think that like inevitably, if you make a ton of money, just always take like some money off the table. I don't think that there's a problem with keeping money in there. But that's the beauty of fungible tokens. Like the they're fungible. Of- yeah, you can you can do you can take part small amounts off the table with Board Ape Yacht Club. One of the issues there, and what I think causes that to go longer, 
is that like you can't do that partial liquidity. Yep. Uh, I mean, I guess you can now with the whole lending stuff going on. But the reality is, is like in order for something to go up that amount and there to be there, there's a limited supply. There's only 10,000 of them. I think that's like the situation that you need in order for that sort of progressive pump to take place. But um, the beauty of fungible tokens is, is you can sort of take a little bit off the table and sell that as the, the market expands. Um, but e equally, uh, people, you can dump instantly with a click of a button. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. It should be noted, too, because you brought up Doge. Dogecoin came out in 2014. Right. And so it's an OG coin and it took a really long time to see its first pump, which if I recall correctly, was late 2020, January 2021, yeah. like the unholy pump, you know. Yeah, but, but every pump, the, the initial Bitcoin pumps were also the same thing where you were like it went from 100 to 1000 or something like that. Yes. And, and, and before that, it went from like five dollars to 100. And, and, and I think that like those sorts of things. Everyone in that community was going crazy at that time. The exact same way that if you were in the Board Ape Yacht Club Discord, yep. when it would go from one ETH and it would go to two ETH and it would go to uh, 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 three ETH, like essentially the entire Discord was just talking about that one number the exact same way that all these other things have happened. That's the one thing I didn't see from Pepe is like, <laughs> because of their price, it's like there's what, 400 <laughs> It's a fraction of a penny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, like it wasn't the same level, so you couldn't have that same excitement. Um, but, but even the excitement so, comes differently because people are like, "Oh, I'm a Pepe millionaire because they hold a million of the tokens because it's so cheap." That like, there's still that psychological aspect of like, "Oh, I have a billion Pepe," and then you have like the participants who are like, "If this hits a penny, I have a hundred million dollars," and like, we know it's not going to hit a penny. But it's like the psychological aspect of it feels better than being like, "I just bought." one one hundred thousandth of a bitcoin for whatever reason retail looks at it that way where they feel better to have a million of this shit coin than something that's actually concrete and stable easy i couldn't have said it better myself i'm surprised that i didn't even think to bring that up and that's so true people hate fractional stuff uh i suspect because people don't understand math and people love to be able to say i've got a billion pepe coins they love that's that way cooler they that's love way it cool. <laughs> they love it well, look, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, the show is brought to you by Phantom. If you have Phantom, you can be a billionaire too. No, I'm just kidding. That's not part of this ad read. But when it comes to managing your crypto assets, security should be your number one priority. And that's why Phantom offers cutting-edge security features to keep your assets safe. Some of the most notable figures in Web3 have gotten hacked themselves. So Phantom is set out to create a better solution and improve on some of the security issues that many have faced with MetaMask. And, and I think it's pretty clear when you look at the other wallets in the ecosystem, what their focuses are. And I'm not seeing a ton of focus on the user. So Phantom's browser extension and mobile apps, mobile apps actually offer a transaction simulator before you complete the transaction to protect you and your assets from being fished. Phantom also supports Ledger Mobile so that you can keep secure with a hardware wallet. Millions of users already like Phantom, which makes it easy to preview transactions like I talked about. Uh, and you can actually just understand what the hell you're clicking when you click on the button. So you can import your ETH wallet to Phantom right now. You don't have to send NFTs. You can just import it. So what are you waiting for? Go to phantom.app, phantom.app and import your ETH wallet to have a much better NFT experience. All right, everybody, uh, we're going to move on. Over the last seven days, volume and floor prices have largely been hurting with this high gas environment and a heavy attention being put on meme coins. This little segment is called The Dip Keeps Dipping. Which of these collections are you guys interested in buying as they dip? First collection, Killa Bears is down 22% to 2.05 ETH. Their floor is down roughly 35% since the Killa Cubs mint, which was a 0.25 ETH mint, which Killa Bears holders received for free. What do we think of Killa Bears down 22%? Easier, are you buying this dip? I want to see it keep dipping, personally. Okay. I would like a Killa Bears exposure. I really like their ecosystem community. We just saw Killa Cubs start to come out. 
once those continue to what they go through, like their staking and reveal and get into more hands, I think that that's where we see a slightly further dip. But that ecosystem is really exciting to me. I think that they're a very strong ecosystem, even right now. And they're one of the ones that doesn't really hyper-focus when price goes down. You don't see a ton of people liquidating off just a small catalyst like that. Good yeah. take. I just wanted to say, dude, g- grab your dipping dots because your boy's <laughs> dipping. Uh, <laughs> What a tagline. <laughs> that was elite. Signal was offended by that one. It's, it's not offended. I'm just like, I have no clue what this guy's talking about. <laughs> Ice cream? Is it, no, Signal's oh, European, no, Nick. Know. They don't have don't bullshit that. in Europe when it comes okay. to food like that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, dipping that the future of ice cream. The future of ice cream. All right. It's That's the tagline. We respect it. They just. Europe's just not in the future enough. That's all it is. Signal, no, I'll no, break we it. Are, we are, but we just like like to, you know, not have a heart attack in the future. So we like to keep it like, you know, slim and real over here. Signal, I'll just give it to you like this. Instead of uh, ice cream that's from a cow that was raised on grass pasture and fed normal food like you guys have in Europe, you know, instead of that, in America, we have like cryogenically created bullshit little solid like balls that when you put them in, in your mouth, they melt. It's, it's repulsive. Anyway, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if it's your first time listening, by the way, this is FYI, it's sold in Luxembourg, okay? <laughs> so that so it is in Europe. Don't get me started on Luxembourg, yeah. okay? Let's just, let's just not talk about Everybody Luxembourg. in Luxembourg is fat. Uh, anyway, I'm just kidding. Shout out wow. to our Luxembourg audience. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, come on. Give me a break. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if it's your first time listening, this is the NFT Morning Show. We run the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern Time. Also available on Apple Pod- Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And the video feed is, of course, on YouTube if you want to see what these psychopaths look like. Next collection that we're talking about in the dip keeps dipping is heavy metal the latest collection in the yuga labs board ape yacht club other side ecosystem down 14 percent to 1.05 ethereum easy has had a lot of thoughts on the price action on this i want to see what he's thinking reveal was delayed two weeks ago man even the top dogs in the nft space have had to delay multiple things on this roadmap it's pretty fascinating our animation is almost good as ours. That's right. Almost. Not quite. Uh, anyway, Easy, what are your thoughts on heavy metal here? And I want to hear from the rest of the gang, too. I want other deeds in vessels before heavy metal, personally. Okay. I think that, that the Legends of Mara game comes out first, so that's kind of priority going into whatever the next game is for heavy metal. So for me, I'm more interested in getting a hold of that to play the actual game and figure out kind of like what that potential price action looks like. And honestly, even like right now, this seems like not the worst time to be getting into some of those things because we know that a catalyst is on the horizon. They've continued to delay it. And for me, it's like, this is where I'd probably strongly consider. And I may actually have to pick up some of those assets. I think you called uh, that you would like to buy it at this price a long time ago, back when they were called sewer passes, but they're the same thing pretty much. Right. Uh, uh, heavy metal is other dudes. Not. Yeah. I'm talking about heavy metal. You call it like, Way back uh, in the day when we, there were sewer passes, you were like, I, I would like these at one ETH. And then they went like above two and you stayed patient. And now it's at your price. Okay, look at that. Uh, so I guess, Signal, what are your thoughts on heavy metal at this number? Uh, yeah, I prefer, I, 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 I don't like this box matter thing anymore. And I prefer Legends of Mara as a game. I'm like excited about Legends of Mara and what's going to happen there. It's just... I'm just like, and the mechs thing, it's, it's it's not really my thing. The whole like boxes turning into mechs. I like the sewer pass play and, you know, easy when he called it would say like, get out at three. So I got out of three and then it's just sort of been like this slow bleed down for the entire market. Um, still feels like, yeah, pr- probably here at this edge right now, you might not catch a falling knife. I don't think you'll catch a falling knife on this too much. It can recover and go back up enough if if, uh, if there's enough of a catalyst on this one. Bunny, it's you're like the entire. Sorry, go on. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say the like the entire market right now just feels like a bit of a like you're like you're gonna catch a falling knife, and I just think like anything that you're buying right now, I like I feel like I have to buy it because I want to be in it, not because I'm trying to trade it in this very short term window. Like, the, so. The, the people I've known who've been in this space the longest, like who I consider to just be like absolute like s- samurai 
fighters they're all in meme coins right now like you go into the different discords and it's like i don't know it's being like some kind of meme coin coke den or something it's just like <laughs> turbo wojack it's like it's like every coin like everybody's attention is so split and um none of it is on nfts like none of it is on nfts at the moment and so like to even say like are these like are these still going to keep dipping or is this a good um time to buy i'm just looking at like like the people who've been in the space for two, three years now, where is their attention? Where is their capital going? Most of these guys are just LPing shit coins and making four or five ETH like in a week. It's absolutely crazy. So why would you buy NFTs right now? That's like, like when, when I'm looking at their trading, that's what I'm looking at. So it's, it's, it's difficult to buy now. What's the last NFT that's pumped hard? You know, it's, it's kind of tough to even, you know, get a read on it. Obviously we talked about Lo-Fi Pepe. <laughs> Yeah. It was like a free mint from Milady Holders the other day. It went to like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7. Shocker that the Milady Holders are, are responsible for it. They seem to understand how to pump NFTs. Bunny, I was going to throw to you next. Bunny, what do you make of heavy metal at 1.05 ETH? You're a board ape guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not touching any. And I actually think Signal fucking nailed it. Uh, I'm not touching any NFTs right now. Like It just seems like a dip that keeps going. Uh, and I'm more excited for the Legends of the Mara game, too. So, like, unless you're looking to hold this thing for, for the rest of your life, uh, I'd probably wait. Uh, are you going to play that? Oh, go ahead, Nick. I was also going to say um, that Signal said it was catching a falling knife. It's catching a dead person <laughs> and laying them down to rest gently. That that's That's how these coins trade. So, like, it's not like it's going to bounce back. They call it a dead cat bounce sort of thing. And then it's going to continue on. No, these are just dead. Like the person's dead, gone. You caught them. And basically you're trading that body with other people as it's like going down. And it, it's borderline offensive to the person who was dying because that's <laughs> a lot of hands on that body. And like you're usually like it's just very disrespectful. It reminds me of uh, <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. No kicks. What's the uh, uh, coffin coffin floppers? <laughs> yeah, dude. What is coffin floppers, dude? All that they're doing is just recording dead bodies where they dropped out the bottom of the coffin, man. Oh my yeah, god! Dude, I know you're talking about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's uh, look. I think uh, Porn Cop TV wants to uh, wants to ban this television show, but but we're not taking it, dude. Like Corn Cop TV is saying. Uh, saying, yo, there's no way that that many dead bodies are falling out of coffins. But I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, literally, they're dead bodies falling through the bottom of coffins. It's where the coffins just, you know, the, the, the bottom of them fall out. You've never seen that, Pia? I Very can't nice say. Joke. Very nice joke, but I get it. And that's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, I can't say I've seen it. I'm not on 4chan. It's not. Oh, sorry that you think it's on 4chan. How about you try a small, uh, small publication called Netflix? Wait, oh, oh, this is like a, oh, it's like a net. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a on reality TV show called Coffin. Oh, oh, it's what's his name? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Yo, this you guy. think you can, uh, whatever it is. I think you should leave. I think you should leave. <laughs> that guy is so, I think he's dropping a new season of I think you should leave. That's hilarious. I didn't see that episode. Wow, that's wicked funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, it was a, a segment on I Think You Should Leave, which is an absolutely hilarious show. I think I Nick did it better than you. the show. I think Nick did it just explaining it on air. I think he did it better. It reminds me of Kroll Show, but mixed with like, you know, Red Bull and heroin or something. You know, it's definitely pretty damn good. All right, look, moving on. Pretty soon this show is just going to be discussing a combination of meme coins and various television programming. If NFTs don't uh, get a little bit of a liquidity injection. Look at Sig. Sig's losing it. That she's crying. She's crying. Unmute Sig. Let us hear the laughs. Unmute. <laughs> yeah. You like that that dead body plopping out of the bottom of <laughs> That's six to now. Everybody knows what Sig thinks is funny. She likes a dead body falling out of a casket. Everybody, I did not think I would laugh at that when he was describing it. I was like, Oh my god, that's horrible. Who would laugh? Like, that's not a reality show. <laughs> the way it just drops. You gotta watch the club, dude. It's like it's ridiculous. That's basically one of the all time greatest uh clips of, of uh, so I think you should leave. That that's uh, it's a great it's a great episode.
Highly recommended. That was absolutely hilarious. I mean, the way the body like falls out of the coffin, hits the bench, and then hits the ground is just like pretty funny. They're like rolling out of there. It's like you can't show naked bodies on TV like that. It's like uh, they ain't naked because they ain't got no soul. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to watch that episode today. A thousand percent. That was really good. All right. Next one. Back to captains. Captains is down eight percent. Potatoes is down 13%, 2.65 ETH on potatoes. Last time I saw Captains, it was about 7.4. I believe over the weekend, it dipped as low as 7. Captains has been insanely resilient in terms of price action. Uh, the There was a tweet from Meme Coin, or excuse me, from Meme Land that stated a 69% token allocation for Meme Coin to the community. All other allocations redacted. What do we think? Is the dip going to keep dipping on captains or is this the one that's immune? Easy. Any thoughts? I don't think it's immune, but I also think that right now is like, if you have some spare liquidity, getting in around this range doesn't seem like the worst decision because we know meme coins coming. Like if they dropped meme coin right now, it would absolutely cook because it's meme coin season. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like for me, that's the thing where I'm like, yeah, maybe the dip keeps dipping, but I also feel comfortable if it gets low enough to pick up and like additional exposure. We're starting to get tokenomics. Now it's a matter of like just kind of waiting until we get more clarity and details. But they're setting up to continue to push higher, especially as liquidity circles back, if it does. Uh, Kicks, any thoughts on where captains could go? Are you interested in meme coin? What do you think of this? Uh, I'm a. I love. I love the ecosystem. I love what they're doing. Uh, but I'm a. I'm a huge net loser when I buy things over five ETH. So uh, for me, I'm going to sit on the sidelines. It's just a range that doesn't. It doesn't work for you. Only made money like uh, in like Pico Bull Run uh, doing that shit with like Board Ape and a couple other things. But generally, when I'm buying things above five ETH, I'm a massive net loser. Uh, it's just how it goes. It's part of my strategy. But I'm a huge fan of it. Fair enough. Yeah, Sig. Still got potatoes. Still got potatoes at three point two kicks. If you didn't want to go in at like seven and a half, I mean, it, um, uh, it, it's it's been ranging really nicely. It just always seems to come back over seven every time. Uh, am I personally deploying seven ETH right now to Meanland? No, no, don't particularly want to. I'd rather pick up potatoes. Uh, just potatoes yeah. are at, just to jump in real quick. Potatoes are at two point six. Two point six. Okay. They're down 13% over the last seven days. So they, they're seeing a little bit of a dip. 13%! Oh, and, God. And you, could prob- and you could probably weave those as well, maybe pick up some deals. So I think out of um, the two collections, potatoes, uh, you know, it's looking like a probably more of a safer bet rather than deploying seven Four, and a half ETH. We should stop reporting floor price and instead go with those weath offer prices because I think that's, that's, that's ultimately... The true floor. Yeah. 2.5. That's the true floor then. 2.5. And then what percentage down is that then if you if you uh do the math? 16, 17%. <laughs> wow. Okay, well that before 13% didn't feel that significant, but 17 devastating. <laughs> Memeland's holding up surprisingly well. Because of the token. And, and that that's really it. You know, I was thinking about it. This weekend, it feels like if you're in the NFT space and you want to see floor price go up, the potential of a token seems like inevitably the only thing you can do. And here's my question. Well, we saw we saw with uh, Moonbirds, uh, ha- like there, it was anticipated that they were going to have a token as well, and then they like switched it due to all the legal stuff. But we go through this cycle. We've gone through this multiple times, right? We saw ICOs pop up, and then they disappeared. Then it became ITOs, which is initial token offering instead of initial coin offering. The exact same thing rephrased another way, and suddenly it's all legal again. And then suddenly someone gets heat, and everyone like steps back for a moment. And I think we're all just waiting to see what that catalyst is. I thought maybe even meme coin and uh, meme coin season could be a catalyst for that. But fundamentally, like what are the different outlets that you have with NFTs to justify a lot of these valuations? And fundamentally, you, there's not a lot of things. The only thing I think right now, Board Ape Yacht Club and Mutants, essentially a degree of what's holding their floor up at this price even is the fact that you can go stake your ape and, and yield tokens associated with it. 
And mutants were the ones that were getting higher ROI. So that's why their floor has held up slightly better than how the apes have done. You know, apes are down sub 90K right now. Um, and and I, I still think it goes lower, especially if we see the price of ApeCoin continue to decline as well. Inevitably, those assets need to go down some. And, and, and I do feel like with the number of tokens that they have right now, it is going to be a gradual decline uh, for them just simply in terms of sustaining this ecosystem. It has nothing to do with the promise of the business. I think that Board Ape Yacht Club and Yuga are, are very well positioned to uh, you know, execute and deliver awesome stuff through the next run whenever that happens. That said, I think that's not reflective at all of what, that, uh, what, what the NFT price should be. And, and that's the problem. And, and I think that uh, Meme Land is really fundamentally one of the best positioned at this point in time where I'd even consider if the price went down low enough, I would buy one. Like It just seems like that feels like the trade. And I, you know, I, I even wonder for myself, I'm like, should we be like, you have to think as someone who's running NFT projects, should we be positioning to have a token? And when we first started this, I fully anticipated that we would have a token at some point yeah. as we roll out different things. And it makes a ton of sense. The distinction historically has been utility token versus, uh, I guess, what I don't know what the other token is. Uh, fully fungible, just security, I guess. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but like you would say, oh, no, 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 it's a utility token. So it's fully legal there. But the reality is it's a token that has liquidity versus points within an ecosystem. And uh, I think that, you know, I like the idea of points. DGods is doing that. I anticipate that, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about where we're headed, but I, I definitely think that that's something that is a consideration. And I think it enables you to test some of those economics around those tokens without there being liquidity immediately, and then potentially convert all of those into actual liquid tokens whenever you get that uh that that system right and 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 that it gives you more flexibility people will be pissed but they're not going to be as pissed as if you just cost them if you took away like money out of their pocket yeah that's I, what we saw with with moonbirds right it was is they they're doing points which is what what you're describing but it was the fact that the expectation was that there was going to be a token and now there's there's talent which is off chain and kind of in this little system that they have um, which was what led to the disappointment. It, the problem is, is like, well, for Moonbirds, they, they, they've communicated one thing and then changed them. That, that's where their error, error has always been, is before they're decisive with their next step. Whereas I see D-Gods basically talking about points, and I see, and, and they, uh, well, they already have a token though, so I guess that's a bad example. But anyways, I, I, I just think that tokens are going to play a, a much bigger part and or the uh, and the pro last comment on this before I stop or uh, before I stop rambling, which is there was a thought for a moment in time that NFTs could be those tokens. And, and I'm on the fence of whether or not that happens. Like uh, technically an ERC 1155 is like a semi fungible token. And that's the problem with, that's why a lot of people don't like ERC-1155. And that's, uh, you know, uh, an issue that we've had with our own token. It's semi-fungible because it's, everyone gets the same image. And so I, I, I wonder if like those become the currency. We've just seen those pull floor prices down though. And it seems like you need to have this separate token. I don't know. I think, well, you look, you're onto something like if you look at the rare Pepe ecosystem, which is obviously an insanely niche ecosystem, it's on counterparty. It's literally a Bitcoin NFT. There's obviously a lot of differences with that ecosystem, but the money, like a, a lot of people don't probably don't understand this, but the native currency of that ecosystem is Pepe cash. And that's just an NFT. Right. So you pay with that NFT. So it's actually not out of the question to do that with the RC 1155s. I actually think the issue you run into is, is the gas fee. Paying the gas fee is an issue uh, at that point. And that's where, I mean, look. But you have the same thing with the ERC 20 tokens. With the tokens. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know. Well, honestly, I feel like layer twos are pretty damn inevitable. That's what I think. Like, why, why do we want to pay gas fees forever? How could this all not go towards layer two and no gas fee? Or another layer one.
That's or, it. Yeah, of, of course, Solana. Of course, of and course. You've seen a massive shift in new users over the last week. Uh, I was actually just looking at those charts too. And it's like shocking at how many new wallets, first time users, and individual wallets with Solana balances that have actively increased in trading. Both all record highs over the last 60 days across the board, the last three days straight. So clearly the gas fees are weighing in when there's 150 to 250 per transaction. It prices out the majority of individuals, especially those that are trying to get into the space. But then obviously like, like exchange listings help eliminate that. Like Pepe getting onto an exchange certainly brought in a lot of retail eyes because you don't have gas. So like the easier friction points there when you can eliminate that becomes a bigger win for like the general consumer. Yeah. And I mean, when you talk about exchange listings too, one thing that we didn't touch on that I think is worth mentioning, this is kind of a little off topic, but basically, yeah, it's great to get on like Binance and stuff like that. But I feel like when you really get proper full tilt meme coin, it has to be on Robinhood. That's like the ultimate, you know, that's the top top is like when you get the Robin Hood people in, that's it's just an absolute wrap. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, one more shout out today to our sponsor, the sponsor of today's show, Phantom Wallet. Uh, if you're an NFT enthusiast, you need a wallet that is purpose built for the community. That's why you should check out Phantom. And I really I, I don't want this to be like uh, understated, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. This wallet is being developed for the users, the traders. It's not being developed for software engineers. It's being developed for the people that actually are going to be using it to trade NFTs, to, to hold coins, you know, whatever. Um, Phantom's browser extension makes it super easy to manage your NFTs across three blockchains, across ETH, Matic, and Solana. So if you got Utes on Matic, if you got, you know, Mad Lads on Solana, and you got Captains on ETH, all of these can be hanging out in your wallet and actually displayed in your wallet. You don't have to go to a platform, a separate platform like a marketplace to display it. You can also directly list and edit your NFT prices on marketplaces right from the wallet. If you've never done this before, you should definitely check that out because it's a pretty damn good function in my opinion. Um, with and, the, and Phantom has support for multiple seed phrases, so you don't have to send the NFTs to the Phantom wallet. You just import it and manage all your wallets in one place. So join the millions of users already on Phantom. Go to phantom.app, phantom.app, and import your ETH wallet for a much stronger NFT experience. Should we dish out the free NFT, Clemente? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's dish yeah, it out. But- to claim today's free NFT, enter the password Tundra21, T-U-N-D-R-A-21, at the nifty.com slash claim. Here we go. So it's uh, we're loading it right now on screen, ladies and gentlemen, on screen, Tundra21. Uh, Clemente, can we see this one full on? It's the frozen eel. It's it's not a frozen eel. It's it, that is not a frozen eel. It is the Arctic leash. Uh, Clemente, let me get at description. The frozen eel. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like an eel. Huh? Yeah, but but he's he's eaten. Uh, what's it called? Unagi today. Uh, so look, the Arctic leash is a legendary artifact of the icy north. As it hovers in the air, suspended by an otherworldly power, the Arctic leash glows with a blue-white light that illuminates the frozen glacier around it. Wow! How many power points do you get with the frozen uh, with the frozen leash? Or not a- anywhere from six to nine uh, on the low side, depending on the rarity. Interesting. Any uh, any uh, like mana multiplier? Yeah, it gives you a speed buff against an opponent and uh, actually lets you set one trap card. Okay, I like that, dude. That's going to give me a real advantage when I'm playing the game. <laughs> Pio, but, but before we, we wrap up the show, can I just share one one meme that we was uh, was shared by Kicks before we left? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> New meme coin coming soon. Coffin flop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just listening, uh, Clemente has a meme pulled up. I don't know who made this. It might be Johnny Blaze. Yeah, probably. That would be my guess. Was I it, retweeted it on my account. Uh, is it Johnny Blaze? Yes, it was. Well, no surprise there that Johnny Blaze hit the nail on the head. Shout out to Johnny Blaze. 
in uh, the Nifty Discord. Uh, it is basically a f- screenshot from Coffin Flop of a uh, corpse laying below the bottom of a broken coffin with Nick's face uh, superimposed onto the corpse's head. So that's the, the brand. I feel, I feel like we should just play that clip. Play it. Like, Play the like, clip. Let's go. go. Play the can, clip. Can you hear this? Channels, including Corn Cob TV. Sh- share your screen. 2022. Uh, hold on one sec. Corn Cob TV. Hold on one sec. Let me share this. Here we Corn go. Cob TV. Uh, this one is called. One that one second. Uh, playing it would have been fine for the audio people. I feel like. Um. I mean, you just have to share your screen. Here it is. is. Nope, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) I I went went to select it and it's not working. Anyways, dude, just here. You can just hear it. Play it. It won't be available on your cable menu. That means you won't be able to see some of your favorite corn cob TV shows, including Coffin Flop. They're saying they want to drop corn cob TV because we showed over 400 naked dead bodies on our show Coffin Flop. If you love corn cob TV shows, it's time to tell Spectrum no. They're saying Coffin Flop's not a show. It's just hours and hours of footage of real people falling out of coffins at funerals. There's no explanation. Just body after body busting out of shit wooden hitting pavement. <laughs> They're saying it's impossible that that many dead bodies are falling out of coffins every day. And it's impossible that one out of every five bummer nude. I don't know what to tell you, bud. We're just shooting funerals and showing the ones where the bodies fly out. <laughs> hey, saying, no way. You must have rigged something. I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't read shit. I've been waiting a long time for a hit on Corn Cop TV. I didn't fucking do this. <laughs> They're saying we don't have the permissions of the family. I said we don't need permissions of the family. We're allowed to show we nude because they ain't got no soul. <laughs> the guys at Spectrum think I'm just some dumb hit. They said that to me at a dinner. Well, I- so I, I must I must say when they wrote that when that guy came up with that they were probably all on the floor in the writers room because that's absolutely hysterical. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Uh the show is not cough and flop. It is the NFT Morning Show. We run this Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10:15 a.m. Eastern Time. So we will be back tomorrow and every other weekday this week. Shout out to everybody that's contributed to the show. Shout out to everyone for listening. It's also available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify podcast wherever you get your podcast as well as youtube we will catch you tomorrow ladies and gentlemen hope you enjoyed the show and remember uh they they ain't naked bodies because they ain't got no soul they got no soul man uh we'll catch you tomorrow on the next episode of coffin flop see you next time ladies and gentlemen